2: You guys, it's gonna be a terrible winter. Oh
0: no. Sorry. Sorry to, to let you know.
2: But you know what? We have to know this. This is important. It's important to know that we might be heading into a pretty awful winter season. This is the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, hey. producer Holly Roberts. We're all live at the Minnesota State Fair. And um I just think it's. I don't. You probably have seen the headlines. Uh, the farmers, the Farmers Almanac, is saying that we're going to have a pretty awful winter with frigid temperatures, above normal precipitation, which means a lot of snow, and um, people are starting to get kind of worried about this, Bradley, and we should be confronting it while it's beautiful outside. Okay, well
0: first, yes. I think we should always consider the possibility that winter could suck more than it usually sucks, right? True. I don't put much stock in the Farmer's Almanac? Well,
1: so
2: that was my first question. Okay. Uh, Is, do you put stock in the predictions of the Farmer's Almanac? And if you do, Mm -hmm. what are you going to do with this information? 651-641-1071. We'd love to take your calls. Rob, if we get any calls, feel free to just cut in and let us know. Uh, 651-641-1071. Do you put any stock in what the Farmer's Almanac says? And if so... What are you going to do with this information? Because the only reason I think we actually need to know that we have to batten down the hatches for the winter is so that you can start planning a warm weather vacation and getaway. Well, we're in the doing middle that of anyway. Because
0: here's what I can guarantee you regardless of what the, far, the Dippy Farmer's Almanac says. I mean, I kind of feel like the farmer's almanac is about mm-hmm. as, as worthwhile as... Remember those horoscopes you used to get at the grocery store in a roll yeah. of paper? And then used to roll I always believed it that. out. I loved those, right? But you didn't take those to mean anything legitimate in your life.
2: No, but I... Uh, yeah, but see, I still think that the farmers, they, they pay attention to things in the way that we don't pay attention. So their predictions are based on... Yeah, because on
0: they didn't have science. Yeah. Like, they didn't have meteorologists back in 1865, so they had to do, like, well, I saw a crow flying this way, and therefore, that means we're going to get six inches of snow.
2: You know what I really should have done the science on? I mean, like, retro science is, like, gone back and seen what the Farmer's Almanac has predicted and then what's actually happened. That's really ambitious of you. I mean, I'm not going to do it. I'm (laughs) just saying if I would have been more committed to my art, I would have done it. But I didn't. So uh, now we just have this to go on.
0: Well, no, uh, but what I was what I was gonna say though is, regardless of whether you take the um, farmer's, the farmer's Al- almanac to mean that it's actually going to be miserable, you can always bet there's going to be miserable in a Minnesota winter. So you should always be planning on a you know warm weather getaway or some kind of getaway that gets you out of the you know bump and grind of a miserable Minnesota winter.
2: I do have a conspiracy theory that. Perhaps the farmers' almanac and some like tropical boards of tourism get together, and this is like a PR stunt because I, it worked on us.
0: Okay. At so
2: the t- Lindstrom house, we don't actually have a warm weather getaway planned. Okay. And that's the only thing I can think of that I would that we could do to mitigate the misery of so f- a terrible winter. So this morning, I said to my husband, "It's going to be a bad winter," and he was like, "Where should we go?" I was like, well, that works really easily.
0: What are you going to do? Cruise? I don't know. He's going to cruise. He, All right. He, so
2: um, I shouldn't say this on the radio. My husband's job, he sometimes has time to look at things on the internet in ways that I don't. So I think that he probably has planned about four vacations this morning. No, that's awesome. Morning. I don't know. Where do, you
0: want, where do you guys want to go? He
2: sent me a Club Med.
0: Oh, interesting. I've Dude, never I been to a Club Med. I didn't know people
2: went to Club Med. Yeah. But yes. He or like a
0: Sandals. It's basically just an all-inclusive resort, yeah, right? Yeah, something like yeah. that.
2: We've looked at cruises. We've looked at, you know, other warm weather vacations. Yeah. Again, I don't know who's paying for this, but apparently we're going on a warm weather vacation. Because the Farmer's Almanac told us to. D- Am I the only one who actually listened to this and it struck fear in me?
0: No, I think everybody gets to the point when they see stories like I. When I see stories like this, though, I just go, "Well, that's not real." Well, or because it's you never. It's inevitable. Yes, one of the two, right? I it's going to be
2: miserable. It's always, there is going to be some level of misery in winter.
0: And also, I have that disease where I forget what every winter is like. It's like childbirth, right? Or I mean, I, I imagine. It's exactly like No, that. what I'm saying is it's that thing like you hear moms talk about yeah. with childbirth yep. where you forget the intensity of the pain after the moment that it happens until right. you're there again. And right. you're like, oh my God. Um, where I kind of have that thing with winter where if you asked me what last uh, winter was like, I would be like I know there was some snow I couldn't tell you when it was particularly worse
2: I can tell you that last winter was a mild winter because no, I'm not, not still Kalina. feeling the anger from it. Kalina. it
1: wasn't. No, my gosh, don't you remember?
0: Wait, you were angry there, in a mild winter.
1: There was a whole. No, I don't feel the anger of oh. winter. Where literally everyone, it was so cold outside that it was negative fifty below zero, and oh. people were all frozen inside except for us, and we had to go to work. That was and last I cried year in the car. Oh, okay? you did? Yeah. Oh, I, did. I didn't know that, Holly. Well, I keep my emotions. <laughs> She so does. I did That's not actually forget true. How horrible last winter
2: was. I, for some reason, I must have forgotten that. So you're right. That's actually a good point. It's miserable when you're in it. Yeah. And then you forget it afterwards.
0: So my my the it only is like other, childbirth. The only thing that I uh, or the only thing that I can think of, other than you know, not everybody has the pleasure, unfortunately, of going on a warm weather vacation. But the other thing you can do is embrace it. Right.
2: Yeah, I suppose. So, I'm gonna embrace it and i 'm going to go on a warm weather pro- vacation yeah.
0: no, I think you know if you 're living in Minnesota, you have to do a little bit of both you 've got to accept it for what it is regardless, and you have to have an escape plan when possible exactly
2: so here 's what we have to look forward to i 'm going to leave you with this okay, okay. Uh, this is uh, from pat uh, p i 'm sorry Pete geiger who 's the farmer 's Almanac editor. We expect another wild ride this winter with extreme temperature swings and some
0: Hefty Snowfalls. Did they do this article last year? So, so that's the thing we need Oh, to
2: weird. You know what? You're right. They just reprinted the exact same no, article. No, I'm saying,
0: like, you to your earlier point about going back and doing the signs of the Farmer's Almanac, surely somebody's already done that. I would so imagine. So can find out if, if there really is, you know, some stock worth taking. Uh,
2: here's something to know, though. The uh, What is the NOAA?
0: National the-
2: Oceanic... Uh, something something Climate Prediction Center atmospheric administration thank you they have not yet issued an official official seasonal outlook yet so if that's the science you're looking for you'll have to wait All right. but the farmer's almanac says it's going to be miserable when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show I'll tell you what's not going to be miserable our mouths
0: oh god I can't wait
2: because every day at the Minnesota State Fair we celebrate (laughs) food and we do that by eating we're going to have a little cheat day (laughs)
0: celebrate food by eating Yay. which is so delightful which is the traditional like, way to celebrate, you celebrate food. food just look at it
2: <laughs> uh, we're going to celebrate food by eating when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk 107.1 one of the most exciting things about the state fair is that every year there's food and on the Colleen and Bradley show, my Talk 1071 streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, Hello. producer Holly Roberts, live for your pleasure. Uh, we get really excited, and we throw dietary caution to the wind, yeah. and uh, we like to cheat. We have a little cheat day every day. Dirty,
1: rotten, cheetah. Cheat day, taste oh. test. Stick this in your mouth.
2: Oh, and what are we sticking in our mouth today, I Bradley am so excited, or? you guys,
0: for our cheat day experience here at the Minnesota State Fair. Today, we've put a lot of food in our mouth thus far, but we have not yet tasted... Uh, one of the new State Fair food items from Taco Cat, which is over at Midtown Global Market. You know, Taco Cat is the flip side of the Hot booth. Hot Indian. Uh, the booth that also occup- or, uh, Hot Indian occupies the first half of the fair. So now we're at the second half, and Taco Cat is there. And their official new State Fair food item is Fried Tacos. On a stick, two wrap tacos: one filled with green chorizo. Mm. What's well, green chorizo? One one?
2: I've heard it's like a chorizo that's, that's green. green in hue.
0: Stop it! Uh, green chorizo <laughs> and potatoes. The other uh, with a vegetarian smoky black bean bag mix.
2: Okay, so uh, as you said, Bradley, this is so they just Taco Cat just showed up yesterday on the scene at the Minnesota State Fair. So if you were here earlier in the week and you were like, I didn't know there was any kind of taco on a stick anywhere, that's because they didn't show up until yesterday. So this is hot and fresh. And uh, Bradley, I want so I don't know you're gonna have to crack it open to see what you're eating. Holly, I think got two of the same kind. Yes, I got two of the chorizo, the non-veg kind. Bradley, that looks like. That looks like the hot green chorizo. Um, mm-hmm. Yep. So Bradley is sampling the goods right now, and he's mm. chewing. I want to eat. That's why I always try to hurry him through yep. the yep. chewing yep. part so that he can talk and then I can eat. He's All still right. chewing. Go now eat. it's my turn. Yeah.
0: Now hopefully you'll get the other one, but we'll figure it out at some point. So I had the green chorizo and potatoes. It's really good. It's um, crispy. So here's the thing that I have an issue with when it comes to fried food at the fair. Sometimes it's not super crispy. Um, This is very crispy. It's fresh. There's um, a wonderful cilantro. Um, I want to get it right and make sure I'm saying the right thing here. Where's the information about the... I don't know what it says on the... um, There's like a sauce. I'm assuming it's like a cilantro sauce with a Cotija Cotija cheese.
2: I liked Cotija.
0: Cotija.
2: Cotija.
0: Did you spit at me or did I spit at you? Uh, I
2: don't know. Anyway, it's, it's really it's good. It's, we have salty. No idea.
0: it's a little um uh, a little spicy. It's it's super fresh. It's got that like, you know, fresh cilantro taste. So
2: I got the same kind in that bite, and I liked it a lot. And you know, here's the other thing. Is that sometimes you worry like especially when you're at the state fair you don't want to get like such hot tongue that you can't taste anything mm-hmm. you know and then be caught like without a beverage because you're using all your hands to eat this is like the perfect amount of heat mm-hmm. so it's not like you're breathing fire it's uh, really good yeah did you get into the other one no, to see if you okay hold on have. i'm, I'm gonna try to get into the other yeah. one keep okay. talking mystery so
0: taco. colleen is eating the mystery taco <laughs> which is actually again over a taco cat It's our cheat day Friday experience for today, which is not Friday, but we do cheat day every day at the Minnesota State Fair. Is that the other one? Nope, but they're all good. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, We're not complaining about um, the chorizo and potatoes, right? It's really good.
2: No, it is really good. I have to keep chewing. Hold on.
0: Okay. Keep chewing. While we uh, just remind you that you're listening to the Colleen and Bradley show and we're doing our um, cheat day experience at the fair. We've eaten so much. What are we on now? Thursday, Friday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. What is today? Thursday. Thursday. Oh my God, I thought today it's was day, Wednesday. The day no. after
2: Wednesday, it's always Thursday, Bradley. So
0: day six of cheat day. This is actually up there. Yeah. This is, I would say, one of the uh, top two things we've eaten, don't you think?
2: Yep. So we rate things on a scale of one to five Cobras. And so uh, let's go around the room. Let's let Holly have the first honors. I'm going to give it a nice 3.5. 3.5 Cobras. 3. 5.
0: All right. I'm giving it a 4.5. I was
2: going to give it a 4.5 as well, because again, to the... To your point, the crisp. It's so crispy, It's a right? good crisp.
1: Outside, the crisp. Mwah. Yeah, Except it's so great. That, I just wish it was a little more uh, wet on the inside. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to move away from that and uh,
2: remind everybody that a couple things. A little housekeeping, shall we? Yeah. Oh, yes. So this is a big thing, and we're going to need your help, you guys. Uh, every year at the Minnesota State Fair, we broadcast one Saturday. And that Saturday for The Colleen and Bradley Show is coming up this Saturday. Yeah, this
0: coming Saturday. Now,
2: you might expect that you're going to flip on your radio or show up at the Minnesota State Fair and get the same old Hollywood gossip that we are known for. But that's not what we're going to do.
0: No, absolutely not.
2: We flip the script a little bit and we give you the My Talk gossip that you've been dying to hear. Meaning, it is the Colleen and Bradley Tell All episode of The Colleen and Bradley Show. From 1 to 3 the Saturday at the fair that we broadcast which happens to be this Saturday. Yep. So from 1 to 3 on Saturday Bradley what kind of greatest hits can people expect?
0: Well and you guys can actually participate in this you can send us the questions the things that you would like us to talk about when we do our tell all but previous tell alls have included but are not limited to things like um, Project Down and Dirty behind the scenes stories like the
2: real story of what happens behind the scenes like you guys hear us on the air during Project Down and Dirty. We tell you a few stories about what's going on after, you know, after hours. But when the lights go out and we're all in the same room sleeping together, some weird stuff
0: happens. Yeah.
2: And so we've got stories about that. We've got stories. Actually, most of the, the tell-all gossip stories are about... Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
0: Talk about our favorite and least favorite celebrity interviews. Mm-hmm. We always tell our story about Vicki Lawrence. Sorry, I'm just going to tell you right now <laughs> that we're going to tell that story. And
2: it's a bad story. It's not a yeah. good she story. She was not for our her. favorite. It was good story for no, It was for great her. for us. Yeah. <laughs> But we have, we have like, we've added to the arsenal of our terrible, uh, our terrible interviews. Yesterday, we had probably one of the better interviews. I was going to say, where are you had. going with
0: that? Because we had a really good interview yesterday. I know. But that was your point. Yeah,
2: that was my point. It was yesterday. And if you missed it, we interviewed Lisa Welchell yesterday, who played Blair Warner on Facts of Life. And it was like a dream come true for the two of us yeah. to spend some really time was. with her. And so uh, if you missed that interview, you can hear that just by going to our podcast or going to the website, mytalk1071.com. Also, when you're there, if you're wondering who you're going to see out at the Minnesota State Fair, when, I believe that on Saturday, right before we're on the air, uh, Donna and Steve are on the air from 11 to 1. Sure. And then we take 1 to 3. So you, if you're out and about at the Minnesota State Fair this weekend and you're wondering if you can meet anybody, that's, that's when we'll be here. Uh, But we also do meet and greets every single day.
0: Yeah, our meet and greet is from 11 to 1130 during the weekdays. So your last chance to do a meet and greet uh, at the fair this year is tomorrow. Yes, actually. It's true. Um, Also, if you want to know things about the other My Talk hosts but are too afraid to ask, ask us. We'll tell you the truth. You know, what do they really smell like? Uh, what do they? Have yet to hear anybody ask
2: what do they really smell? I bet like.
0: you somebody has asked what Steve smells like. I will and I'll say be this: happy to tell you,
2: you you know when Steve has been in the room, yeah. or when he's on his way in, he's, he announces himself.
0: It's always like a sixteen-year-old boy, and I mean, who has found cologne? Uh-huh. A sixteen-year-old boy who has found cologne for the first time. Yeah, that's what Steve Patterson smells, and like.
2: and that's actually the truth. So that those kinds of things. If you've got questions about your favorite My Talk hosts. We'll answer them. We do it every Shoot year. Send us an email. Yeah, exactly. Or you can find us on uh, on Twitter. I'm at My Talk Colleen.
0: At BradleyTrainer. It's
2: That easy. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we love to tell you about celebrities behaving badly. And uh, we have a name for them, Bradley. Do you want to say what the Deep name bird. is? <laughs> we'll tell you who your celebrity D-bags are after this on MyTalk 107.1. behaving badly we love to tell you about them on the colleen and bradley show my talk 1071 streaming live at my 1071.com everything entertainment colleen lindstrom bradley trainer hello producer holly roberts we're all live yep. at Bye-bye. the minnesota state fair and by the way, thank you to our daily broadcast sponsor. That's The Walk to End
1: Alzheimer's. And we're broadcasting live from the Tan Chanhassen Dinner Theater stage. Yes. Want to give a special shout out to Patio Town as well. They provided some pretty sweet Adirondack chairs for some of our guests to relax in while they listen to us and watch us on the radio. Correct. And also
2: a big shout out to the Minnesota Department of Health and Minnesota WIC for providing the wonderful lactation station. It's a comfortable, quiet, yeah, place for moms and babies to relax. Uh, Relax and nurse and get the pants changed. The babies. I don't know what the parents get up to. Whatever. Hopefully Uh, nothing. Anyway, uh, with no further ado, we do have some celebrities behaving badly that we have to talk about. We call them D-bags. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. I do want to... I hope you all can appreciate how much it pains me to do this. Okay. Um... Today, my debag is John Stamos. Oh, it's
0: a difficult
2: day for me. Um, okay, What did because,
0: John Stamos do? Because I love
2: him so dearly.
0: So do you really? Really?
2: I, oh my gosh! Are you kidding me? He no. is perfection. Really?
0: Wow. Yes. Uh, okay. Have it's you like perfection, seen him? Nineteen ninety-seven? No, that is incorrect.
2: that. He. This is a man who has aged so beautifully. He is. He must have ugly toes because everything else about him is so beautiful.
1: That's the truth. All right.
2: You can take that to the bank. Mm -hmm. But I'm not happy with him today. What did he do? So he was talking about this college admissions scandal. You know, he was married, er, he played the husband of Lori Laughlin's character in Full House. Yeah. uh, Aunt Becky. And he's Uncle Jesse. And so I think he feels like this allegiance to her or like he needs to weigh in on this. When he doesn't really, he can just stay out of it. I mean, it. he
0: could literally say, I don't have any thoughts on the matter because I wasn't involved and I wish her all the best.
2: Which would be a really smart thing to do, but I think they're trying to show allegiance to her, all of the cast members of Full House, and uh, it's it's a bad choice, okay? So he did an interview with GQ that was published yesterday, okay. where he said of the allegations against Lori Laughlin, which by the way, she's in court for, like as we speak, right? Yep. Um, he said, whatever happened, I'm pretty sure the punishment is not equal to the crime mm. if there was a crime.
0: Okay, so he doesn't believe there was a crime necessarily, and if there was the punishment, it so doesn't, doesn't fit.
2: That doesn't fit. It. Me- How and what he, he me- means is she shouldn't get time in jail because, I don't know, she's a celebrity? Because for those of you who don't maybe remember, what Lori Laughlin is... And her husband, Massimo Gianulli are being accused of is paying uh, Rick Singer $500,000 to get their daughters into USC by falsifying their extracurricular activities. Well,
0: didn't she just think she was helping out something? She was doing giving a donation or something?
2: I mean... That's probably what she's trying to argue, and they're all buying it. Uh, He did say, uh, also, he said, I can't figure it out. It just doesn't make sense. I talked to her the morning everything hit, and I just can't process it still.
1: That's because he doesn't want to say anything publicly. And that's also because
2: he doesn't want to actually confront reality, which is that somebody he knows and cares about made a poor decision, and that doesn't say anything about him.
0: I was going to say, why can't you just say, I can't believe it? It's really shocking.
1: I can't believe it.
0: I wish her all the best, it's and I shocking. hope that she is able to get through this. I mean, you could just say so many, like, milk toast things that aren't going to make you the object of people's scorn, because, again, for everyone who didn't have the opportunity to bribe their children into college, also for the people who are, generally speaking, supportive of laws... I mean, there's just no reason to insert yourself.
2: Right. And that's, I think, the thing that gets frustrating is, you know, we've seen sort of the privilege of these uh, celebrities that used these uh, and, and wealthy people who used these avenues to get their kids into different schools. Yeah. And, you know, if it were, first of all, any other normal person probably wouldn't have had that opportunity in the first place. And the ones who took that opportunity seem to think like they should be exempt from the laws, and and then people. This is people, why they're
0: being held accountable and we in the court of law,
2: and we should be okay with that. Yeah. And Bradley, I just want you to know if you ever did something horribly illegal, I would just be like, oh, I don't, I don't know a lot about it, and uh, I wish him the best. Yeah. Here's here's your comment.
0: Ooh. <laughs> I, I feel like you do a little yeah. bit better than that. Yeah. Thank you, Holly. But. Yeah, Holly, was Holly reached would be for like oh, Yeah. Yikes. Ooh, that's gonna hurt.
2: Oof. Oopsie daisies.
0: Yeah. Oh. Uh, <laughs> again, I think you can be eloquent while also not being a D bag.
2: Yeah, exactly.
0: Right? They right.
2: do it every day. <laughs>
0: Do we? (laughs) Do we? Do we? Um, Well, speaking of uh, D-bags, I want to share with you mine. Do you know what a Tanner Tolbert is? No. Does anybody know what a Tanner Tolbert is?
2: Is that like some sort of like Bachelor? It is. Is is it? it? Oh, oh, that sounds like a Bachelor.
0: Sensibly
1: priced slacks?
0: (laughs) A Tanner Tolbert. Mm, I got me one of those Tanner Tolberts at Penny's. (laughs) Yes, No, Tanner Tolbert is uh, of the Bachelor Nation experience. Yeah, that's a total Bachelor name. Um, Isn't it, though? Yes. Do you know... Okay, so here's the most Bachelor slash just D-baggy headline. Okay. Mm. Um, and this is from Cosmo. Um, Tanner Tolbert just called out Jade Roper for not having enough sex with him post-baby. <laughs> okay. What? So we've got a Tanner oh Tolbert my and a Jade Roper. These are both Bachelor things. Yeah. People. Yeah, bachelor. Okay. One of them is
2: probably like a brand ambassador, and the other one is probably like a swimsuit enthusiast yes Influencer. or
0: something. we are horrible people sorry we're bitches we don't care we don't care it's Thursday and we're we're at the fair <laughs> so in a move that he will likely regret as Cosmo says one might think a gentleman by the name of Tanner Tolbert showed up on none other than Nick Vile's podcast <gasps> no Vile of course like one of the vilest bachelor mm-hmm. um, villains villains he has a podcast called the Vile Files cute cute and um, that is where Tanner Tolbert started complaining about his sex life. Okay? And by the way, they're both like delightfully dressed like hipsters in um, beautiful mid-century modern leather, leather furniture <laughs> with a diffuser going off behind them. Like one of those fancy diffusers. I mean, yeah. it is like the most hipstery, yep. bachelory experience. Uh-huh. So they're in this moment and uh, Tanner is talking about how um, Jade, who just gave birth to his child, quote wants it less and that it is sex and he quote wants it more
1: is there a beyond (laughs) d-bag that we that is like its own special
0: segment yeah so he goes on to say it took a dive now Mm -hmm. (laughs) the dive of course was the opportunities for the sex. yeah mm -hmm. when jade was breastfeeding emmy emmy is their daughter that jade just had and then pretty much right after the breastfeeding stop, we got pregnant again with Brooks. And now he's here, and we have two kids. It's tough. I feel like I've begged for it. And I don't want to feel selfish. I mean, I hate asking. I hate trying. Because it's not like I want it to be pity sex.
2: Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and just... This is a blanket suggestion to just really all bachelor people, or people in general. If um, If you ever get invited onto a podcast yeah and you start talking about things that you and you think like oh it's just gonna be awesome we're just gonna like talk like bros and dudes we're just gonna have like dude bro talk bro talk, talk. the second it feels like dude bro talk stop talking yeah you don't have
0: those conversations on a podcast because they ain't gonna sound good mm -mm, mm -mm. so (laughs) they go on to say um should uh he went on to talk about how his his focus really should be on the kids, um, and not on him. Yeah. and his sex life. Oh, however, okay. So there's some
2: awareness there.
0: However, he says that he does feel like he's on the back burner. So, oh, honey,
2: you're gonna get all the you're gonna like, be in a, another burner a in a way, whole different state. Pretty let soon. me just,
0: <laughs> as a non heterosexual, mm-hmm. let me give him a little piece of advice. If you are concerned that you're not having enough sex with your wife maybe don't complain about her to the rest of the world because
2: that's good sound advice that's Bradley. that's gonna
0: make her want to have even less yeah, that, sex with that you that makes
2: you actually and not
0: only that the
2: least sexy person in the world you're not gonna
0: be able to go find it outside of your wife mm-hmm. frankly because you've now let every woman in the world know that you're a total jerk
1: exactly yep
0: <laughs> so tanner. unless you want to have sex everybody with Nick remember Bile, this name yeah which well, you know
2: tanner tolbert is that his name? Yeah. And Everybody remember that name. Tanner Tolbert. Okay? You run into him at a bar. Yeah. Just say no. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, you know, uh, I, I want to say, I think Holly and I were really fortunate. I apologize, Bradley, that you were not part of this. Yes, Holly sorry. and I had the forethought to have an emergency cheat oh, yeah. day when the Popeye's chicken sandwich debacle mm-hmm. broke. So we actually have gotten our hands on this sandwich. Well, yeah. good
0: good news for you guys, because no one else is going to.
2: Uh, and that's the sad part. We're going to talk about the Popeye's chicken sandwich debacle after this on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk De- 107.1. Debacle. Mm-hmm. Well, you might want to try one of those Popeye's chicken sandwiches, but you're not going to get to. <laughs> <laughs>
1: this is the Colleen Sucker. and Bradley Show.
2: My Talk 107.1. I'm streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, producer Holly Roberts, we're all live at the Minnesota State Fair.
0: Come see us.
2: Now, Bradley, you were doing the morning show when all of this
0: kind of broke. Yeah, the Popeyes chicken sandwich.
2: And Holly and I had like the forethought to get one. An emergency cheat day. It was an emergency cheat day.
0: Well, it's a good thing that you did because nobody else is going to. In fact, Popeyes has removed the chicken sandwich from their menu. For now,
2: okay. Can I tell you what I can't figure out? Yeah, and then I want to hear more about this. Yeah. I can't figure out what about it is like impossible oh, to get. I'll tell you. Thank
0: you. In just a moment, but because they should be able to get enough chicken. It's not that's about, what they make. Okay. Well, first of all, um, we're talking about this chicken sandwich, which is new, and a lot of people. What part of the viral delight? of the Popeye's chicken sandwich was. A lot of people were like, I didn't realize Popeye's didn't have a chicken sandwich. It just seems like they would have by by now, right? Well, they didn't. And then everybody, um, you know, Twitter was all a Twitter about how amazing this Popeye's chicken sandwich was. A bunch of other brands got in it. I actually have some information about sort of uh, that entire social media viral phenomenon with the chicken sandwich. But for the chicken sandwich itself, Popeye's had... Arranged to have enough chicken on hand to get everybody through, I think, sometime in September. Like, just beyond, well beyond anybody's imagination in terms of what could happen in the stores. Because, yep. you know, they have supply chain issues, right? So... It's not. A, it's not that there's not enough chicken boobies in the world. There's it's plenty just that of chicken you've boobies. You got to get the right chicken boobies to, to the, the right, right place at the right time mm-hmm. in order to get the boobies to the people. Yeah, and the and the people want the boobies. The people want the chicky boobies. Okay, so that said, they thought they had more than enough to get us through September. Well, because of the fact, uh, equally related to this story. Um, Here's another headline for you. Popeye's Chicken Sandwich coverage gave them $23 million in free publicity. Oh, wow. And then the the number is still climbing on that. So because of the viral success of the Popeye's Chicken Sandwich, they were caught completely off guard. It went well beyond their wildest imagination. Mm -hmm. So such that it, you know, cut stocks and inventory such that they couldn't guarantee it. Therefore, they're going to have to take it off the menu for now. And it should... They think there are enough supplies in the current restaurants that may still have them through the end of the week. So you might be able to find one somewhere through the end of the week. But after that, for the time being, you're not going to see it.
2: Okay, because okay, that actually does help me understand it, because I thought, well, what's so difficult? Is it the buns? The buns are really good, by the way.
0: Yeah, we like buns. No,
2: the buns that they, they do this on like a brioche bun. Mm-hmm. So it's like a nice fluffy bun.
0: I'm Bradley Trainer,
2: And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item.
0: A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out Buttery.
2: It is really good. I just could not, for the life of me, figure out why this was creating such an issue. But that puts it into perspective and makes me understand it a little bit better.
0: Yeah. Plus, you think of like nationwide, like just being able to make that happen. So this is a huge undertaking. What's
2: so crazy about this is this, you know, having a being a viral sensation. There's a blessing and a curse to it, right? Mm -hmm. Like the blessing is, to your point, you got they got like however many millions of dollars worth of free advertising. The curse of it is, if you're not prepared for it, that kind of onslaught can really get you in a pickle.
0: That's cute. I see what you did there, because there is a pickle on the chicken it sandwich. Is. Can I also a pickle butt. tell you, like, of the, f- what did you say? It's pickle a pickle butt? butt. Well,
1: I think we just got the pickle butt. You guys got your pickle butts. We got pickle butts. Yeah.
0: Um, on your particular sandwich. No, I wanted to just indicate to you what level of virality we're dealing with, because it's not just like, oh, that's a funny story that ended up on GMA, right? What happened was, that story went live on or about August 12th. And has literally not left the trending topics world, uh, depending on which particular social media um, app or device or website you're looking at. It hasn't left the conversation since the 12th of April or uh, August. That's That is crazy. And so, you know, you have that onslaught and you've got... You know, it's kind of like a blockbuster film. Everybody's running to see it because now, like your mom is talking about, like, I heard that Popeye's chicken sandwich is really good. We should probably go have that, Harold. And then Harold's like, okay, well, we'll get in the car this weekend, and we'll go have that sandwich. And I'm then sort of goes, enjoying
2: this, like, one-man role-playing.
0: Yeah. Well, what happens after to, that? Welcome to my world. <laughs> welcome to most of my adolescence. <sighs> um, anyway, so by the end of the week, all Popeye's restaurants will have depleted their inventory of the, san- of the sandwich. Um, and this is, again, despite their aggressive forecasting. Now, this has led to things such as people trying to resell the sandwiches on eBay. For seven thousand dollars.
2: Okay. Uh, pro tip: I, you know, that doesn't sound like it's going to be a fresh experience.
0: Yeah. It's just that's sort of like you know that's the dumb stuff people do in moments like these. The good news is for those of you who haven't, like myself, had the sandwich, you have nothing to worry about. It'll come. In back. the meantime, in between time, you got the fair. Come eat the the, the food at the fair. I would actually there's going to be some pumpkin spice latte things for you to try. That's true.
2: I would just use this as like a global sort of. Uh, lesson on delayed gratification, right? Like, nobody can get the dumb sandwich. It is, though, I will tell you, it lives up to the hype.
0: Um, I am going to be on dietary lockdown come the 4th of September. (laughs) Do you
2: mean, like, your jaw will be locked? Yeah, literally, you're going to have to wire my jaw
0: after the fair, so I'm probably not going to have this for a while, but if you are in the market... For a Popeyes chicken sandwich, no doubt um, you'll be able to get you'll be able to get it back on the menu within the next month or so. Here's
2: my question: What has it done to the other restaurants that were sort of getting in on the fun?
0: Hey, I would imagine a rising tide's, uh, sink What is it? A rising tide raises all ships. Whatever the saying is, I I think this is good for everybody.
1: Yeah, because remember that this all kind of started with Chick-fil-A and Popeyes trolling each other. Then Wendy's got in on this. And then everyone's like, okay, well, let's try all of the chicken at the fast food restaurants and compare and contrast. Well,
2: here's the thing. Like, what people don't realize is there's still an unsung hero that nobody's talking about. Who's that? You know. Who is the unsung chicken sandwich hero?
0: Oh, well... Uh, the only answer to what is the best chicken sandwich is the Burger King original chicken sandwich. Duh. That ovular, not found in nature. It's so good. Chicken that patty.
2: Log. It's so oh, good.
0: It's, it's so good. It's like... It, Cut
2: diagonal. We had a listener bring us coupons for the Burger King chicken sandwich today.
0: <laughs> you can add uh, cheese, so extra mayo pickles, whatever, however you want to dress that thing up, get it sexy. I
2: think it's sexy when it just shows up. I like (laughs) it for it. I mean, it's a that, really good chicken sandwich. It's the best
0: because it's crispy. It's juicy. Oh, it's so
2: good! So, yeah, if you are like belly aching, no pun intended, about the fact that you didn't get your hands on this Popeye sandwich, uh, just know that there are other good, oh. good chicken sandwiches that'll show up for you.
0: Also, here's another fascinating twist uh, to the tale that I didn't share with you. So, we're talking about the Popeye's chicken sandwich. It's not available now for the foreseeable future, but it'll be back. However, I also read that KFC was going to be testing a Beyond Chicken product in uh, Atlanta this week. Sure as chicken bleep, mm-hmm. they sold out of their um, Beyond Chicken non meat chicken experience within five hours. At their test market in um, in Atlanta, are you
2: serious? So it's
0: Beyond Chicken, kind of like the Beyond, like Beef, the
2: Impossible the, Burger. Yeah,
0: the Impossible Burger. It's sort of like the the KFC version of the Impossible Burger for like chicken nuggets or chicken tenders or what have you. Okay. And that, um, you know, the the test that they ran in Atlanta sold out within five hours. So it just gives you an indication of how. Um, these kinds of things are, you know, really on people's minds right now. That
2: is so bonkers. Yes. Also...
0: I really want to try it, by the way. Oh,
2: okay. Because you know what I was about to say? What? I don't have any desire to try
0: it. See, I think it's not that I wanted to replace chicken, but I'm curious, right? Like, I want to see what that tastes like because I'm amazed... At what the Impossible Burger can taste like. It's not that I'm going to order an Impossible Burger anytime soon, but... You know,
2: here's what I think I need in my life, is to not have the fast food Impossible Burger. Because that's the only Impossible Burger I've had. Mm-hmm. I wanna to, like, want to go to, like, a restaurant and have, oh, like, sure. a restaurant Impossible Burger. Because the part that fascinates me about that is the part that you don't really get either in either case when you have a fast food burger. You never get that big, juicy, like, you slice it and it, like drizzles. You never get that in any but fast slice food it
0: when it drizzles. Well, you know what I mean like when you yeah, slice like a, a big, big juicy burger and it like burger.
2: bursts a little bit in the middle, you don't yeah. get that ever in in a and well, from I, what I understand the impossible burger will do that in a big burger set. <laughs> in a big
0: burger. <laughs> I mean, These just I, what Ain't I will real. what I will say is there are many places throughout the Twin Cities you can get the Impossible Burger on the menu. So
2: is it possible that we've talked too much about food in this no. hour? Are no. you
0: is anybody complaining about us talking about? food? I'm just food? saying
2: like we can talk about. It. I, I'm surprised they have not flipped the format of my talk to make it my food and like given us or a ten hour show yeah. because we could do it. I'm yeah. just telling you. Yeah. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, we got we've got a couple uh ships that we've got to talk about today. Day because they're in the news, a relationship. What's a ship, Bradley?
0: A relationship with celebrities solely uh, for the purposes of attention and advancement of one's career, oftentimes and in the entertainment industry. So
2: uh, we're going to get started with our friend Taylor Swift, A.K.A. T. Swift, uh, and her man Joe Alwyn, talking all about their very private relationship. Sit with that for a second. We'll talk to you about that after this on my talk 107.1.